Hey, Shalom, this is Eliyahu Yasharal, founder of JustTheWord.org, and I want to welcome and thank you for joining us today. This podcast is designed for those seeking scriptural truth amidst the many, many teachings out there. You may get more teachings on JustTheWord.org. Now here's your host, Eliyahu Yasharal. Hey, Shalom. In today's study, we're going to look at a little understood verse. And I say little understood because it is a verse that most people will brush over. Most people will read it and just pass through it, not getting the full understanding of it. And so we will look at it in our podcast today because that's what we're here for, to look into things that are often ignored, to look into things that reveal so much but say so little. And uh, today, today, rather, we will look at Ephesians 1 verses 13 to 14 because this little verse, an understanding of this verse, will give us an understanding of when are we saved? It gives us an understanding of the role of the Holy Spirit. Why we must have Yahusha in this, our new covenant. And why we must have the Holy Spirit in this, our new covenant. The importance of the Holy Spirit. And um, so much more will be revealed in such a very short time if we just understand this verse. And you know, there's this never-ending conversation, this never-ending conflict of when are we saved? Because the Christians usually say that you are saved today. You are, you were saved on the 5th of March. And um, those with what I should say, not to be condescending, but those with greater understanding, believe Matthew 10.22 when the Messiah said, And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. And this verse, these verses, Ephesians 1.13 to 14, will bring out that point today. Will bring out the point that it is those who endure to the end who will be saved. It's not a, I was saved today. And when you get into the understanding of Ephesians 1.13 to 14, you will get it. Now this study also shows us the importance of using a concordance and why we really cannot understand the scripture without the use of a concordance because most people study scripture using a dictionary. But with this verse today, and and oftentimes a dictionary gives many meanings, but using a concordance, a concordance will narrow down the meaning for you and bring it in perspective and in context, yes? So it's a concordance that is going to help us today. And so let's go straight to that verse, that verse that most people ignore and very little understand. I asked a question in one of our studies and no, no, no person was able to understand the meaning of a word as used. And it is an understanding of this word that will give us an understanding of scripture. Ephesians 1 verse 13, verses 13 to 14 was speaking about the Messiah. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his splendor, of his glory. So, those two verses are saying a whole lot, but very little. 
unless you narrow it down and try to study exactly what it is saying. And the trick word there is earnest. If I ask you, what does this earnest mean? What does it mean by which is the earnest of our inheritance? Until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his splendor or his glory. What does that mean? So we go to the concordance and we look for the word earnest. And we know earnest there means, um, we can take it to mean something uh, important, imperative. Yes? But there is a meaning of earnest and only the concordance will give you the straight meaning because I have already found three different uses of earnest in scripture. Three different meanings. But this meaning here, earnest is from the Greek arabon, which means a pledge that is part of the purchase money or property given in advance as security for the rest. So it is a pledge. So if we go back to the verse which is the earnest of our inheritance, it means it is a pledge or it is the down payment on our inheritance. Right? So it is important that you are looking at the verse while while we are studying it because you'll get a greater understanding. Which is the down payment of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his splendor. Until the redemption. What is the purchased possession? We are bought at a price. We are bought by the Messiah at a price. We are redeemed through the Messiah. What Ephesians 1.14 is actually saying, which is the down payment of our inheritance, until the redemption, until we are redeemed. So, this is actually speaking about he that endureth to the end shall be saved. What this is saying, it is speaking about the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of promise. The Holy Spirit is our down payment on our inheritance. When we come to the Messiah, repent and be baptized and you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, that Holy Spirit is the down payment on our inheritance. The inheritance that we have. Israel, mine inheritance. The inheritance that we have with the Messiah. The Holy Spirit is our down payment until the Messiah returns to redeem us. That is why he that endureth to the end shall be saved. And we get this principle. The same thing happened to the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt and we know that the law, Torah, was a shadow of things to come. And we only have to look on what happened before to know what will happen again. In Numbers, Bemidbar 3, 44-48, And Yahuwah spake unto Masha, unto Moses, saying, Take the Levites instead of all the firstborn among the children of Israel, the most High redeemed the firstborn of Israel. Take the Levites instead of all the firstborn among the children of Israel, and the cattle of the Levites instead of their cattle, and the Levites shall be mine. That is the redemption. Levites shall be mine. I am Yahuwah. And for those that are to be redeemed, of the two hundred and three score and thirteen of the firstborn of the children of Israel, which are more than the Levites, thou shalt even take five shekels apiece by the pole, after the shekel of the sanctuary shalt thou take them. 
the shekel is twenty geras. And thou shalt give the money wherewith the odd number of them is to be redeemed unto Aaron and his son. So, they have to be redeemed before they um, can enter into the promised land. The same thing with us when the Messiah returns. He will redeem us. But there first has to be a down payment. Because the down payment is made through the Holy Spirit. The Messiah returns. And when the Messiah leaves. We are sanctified in the process. And we have to overcome. And he that overcome. The same shall be saved. So the Holy Spirit is the down payment that keeps us, that stamps us, that marks us, that gives us the opportunity to endure, that gives us the opportunity to overcome. If we walk, if we live, if we breathe in the Holy Spirit, then we will be redeemed in the end. And we see the match here in Romahim, Romans 8 verses 18 to 23. When the Apostle Shaul was speaking and he said, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the splendor which shall be revealed in us. So he's saying, This present time, while we are suffering with the Holy Spirit given as our down payment, while we are suffering, it is nothing to be compared with when we are redeemed. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestations of the sons of Yahuwah. And that earnest there has a different meaning. And we will look at it. Alright? For the creature was made subject of vanity. Not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the same in hope. The creature, the creation, we have been subject of vanity. Not willingly, but by reason of him of the Most High who subjected us in hope. So we are subjected in vanity, but we have hope and we have the down payment, which is the Holy Spirit, through which we can overcome vanity in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the splendid liberty of the children of Yahuwah. So the creature, the creation, we shall be delivered when we are redeemed. We shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption of this of this vanity of this sinful body we shall be redeemed from it into the splendid liberty of the children of Yahuwah so when the Messiah returns we will be redeemed and be lined up as the children of Yahuwah for we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now and not only they but ourselves also which have the first fruits of the spirit Yay! Same thing. Us which have the first fruits, which is the down payment, the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchased possession, we who have it, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to it, the redemption of our body. So we groan, can't wait until the Messiah returns to redeem us. But we are sustained through the down payment of our inheritance, the Holy Spirit, which sustains us and which gives us the opportunity to overcome, waiting for the adoption, waiting for the redemption of our bodies. Yes? So this is why he that endureth to the end shall be saved. You are not saved immediately. You are saved, yes. Um, th this is another thing about salvation. When you are saved, you are saved from sin, but you have a process that you have to go through because being of carnal nature, 
we have to overcome sin because we say we are saved. Sin is not going away. Sin is going to present itself. Sin is going to try to bring us back. What do we do? Do we depend on our inheritance? Do we stay and be led by the Holy Spirit? Do we continue to push forward through belief? Do we continue to push forward? Do we continue to walk in the spirit of the Messiah? Or do we go backwards and be snared and taken? The choice is ours. Alright? And so, just going to show a different meaning of, of earnest to let let us see how important it is to use the concordance and how important it is not to depend on the English language. The English language is a poor, poor language when it comes to the Hebrew. Alright? The Hebrew has specific words for specific, um, what should I say, specific situations. And most times the English language just uses general terms. So when we are reading we cannot get the true meaning that the Hebrew had intended by reading the English language. And in Philippians 1.20, the same word earnest, according to my earnest expectation and my hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed. That earnest there comes from the Greek apokoradiokia, which means um, um, intense anticipation. All right. This is this is the one that a lot of us understand. Intense um, expectation, and there's another meaning of earnest as well. Hebrews two one. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, and that earnest is the Greek peros, perisoteros, which means the more, or uh, the more earnest, the more frequent, much more. All right, or uh, more abundantly. That's another meaning. All right. So, let's get back now on track to the Holy Spirit as our down payment until the purchased possession, until we are redeemed. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 21 to 22. Because understanding this principle lets us understand a whole lot of um, misunderstandings, especially that Christians have. With their false doctrine of once saved, always saved, etc. This kind of blows it away. When you get the understanding of this, this kind of blows it away to show you that they have not understood the depths of the scripture. Second Corinthians 1, 21-22 Now he which establisheth us with you in Messiah, and hath anointed us, is Yahuwah, who hath also sealed us, and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. So the Most High it is who sealed us, and gave us the down payment of the Spirit in our hearts. Second Corinthians 5.5 5. Now he that hath wrought us for the self same thing is Yahuwah, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit, the down payment of the Spirit. Ephesians 15.30 And grieve not the Holy Spirit of Yahuwah, whereby you are sealed. Hear this? Same thing. Ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. The Holy Spirit is our down payment. We are to be redeemed. The children of Israel in bondage in the last days, before the Messiah returned, are in bondage. And just as we were in bondage in Egypt and needed redemption, the Messiah is going to come 
going to return and to redeem us all right and that redemption that purchase um, part of the purchase price that has been paid has been paid through the Holy Spirit and when the Messiah returns the Messiah is going to fully redeem us all right this is how it is and that is why he that endureth to the end shall be saved and saved and that is why throughout revelations 2 and 3 the messiah to the seven assemblies when the messiah was speaking the messiah said he that overcometh each single assembly he said to them he that overcometh i will give them this i will let them walk in white i will give them the tree of life i will not blot out their their names out of the book of life always a reward for overcome and that is why when he said when he returns he will put the goats on the left and the sheep on the right it will be a dividing when the messiah returns that is when we will be redeemed and that is when we shall be saved from our enemies all right so this important word this word earnest to get the understanding of it reveals so much more and shows us exactly what will be happening in the end and shows us the fallacy of this one saved always saved thing from christians and let us know that the holy spirit was given as a down payment on our inheritance a down payment on our redemption to be redeemed fully when the messiah comes and gives us our freedom from our enemies our redemption that is when the creation will stop mourning as the sons of yahuwah will be revealed upon the return of the messiah all right hope this helped your understanding thanks for listening and uh, as usual asking that you check out our other podcasts all right because um lots of valuable teachings and i'm trying to keep the teachings short so you can move from one to the other because um, with each teaching, it can easily be extended to a full hour, two hours. But I just try to condense it in order to just give the idea of what I am trying to say. All right. So thanks for listening once again and Shalom. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Just a Word Radio. We sure do hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. If you feel so inclined, please leave a comment and or a review. We would greatly appreciate it. You may get more detailed teachings on justaword.org. Shalom. Shalom.